Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Female Empowered with myself, your host, Krista Gurka. And I cannot believe we are reaching the end of 2021. I believe when this episode comes out, it will be right after Thanksgiving. And what I wanted to do today is talk a little bit about gratitude Um, You know, if you're listening to this in the United States, we celebrate Thanksgiving. I know a lot of people around the world may not celebrate Thanksgiving, Um, regardless of what people feel of whether we should be celebrating Thanksgiving or if it's a good holiday or not. I do believe it's a great time for us to reflect and really reflect back on the year, reflect on the year in our life, reflect on what we're grateful for. And so I just wanted to take this episode And I've actually tried to record this episode probably three or four times and I keep deleting it because it just, I don't know, just wasn't coming natural to me. And, you know, one of my biggest things is it's really important to me to come from a place of authenticity. And so, you know, I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that I know to be true as we've gotten through 2021. And then some of the things that I really understand about gratitude and about giving thanks. So, I mean, gratitude, you know, gratitude right now, I mean, it's been a buzzword probably for the last couple of years. Most of us can't go a day without someone talking about gratitude journal, the importance of being grateful, practice an attitude of gratitude. But, you know, when it comes down to it, what really is gratitude? I really want to come from a place of being grateful, not just something that I like conjure up during the holidays or whenever something good happens in my life. You know, those are really the times that it's easy to be grateful. I truly want to learn how to come from a place of being grateful, innately grateful, not just acting grateful. And the truth is I've been very transparent with my mental health and my I don't look at them as struggles. I look at them as it's part of who I am and my journey through really working through some of my mental health challenges. And the, um, I just had a session with my therapist a couple of days ago and I'm down to seeing my therapist once a month, but it's truly been incredibly eye-opening. And she even said, you know, you've come so far from when I, we started seeing you when just everything was you had a lot of resentment. And I did, I had a lot of resentment. I had a lot of, I just couldn't see like the forest through the trees. Sometimes, even though I felt like I was a happy person, there was a lot of unlearning that I had to do and really cultivating gratitude doesn't cost any money. 
And it certainly doesn't take much time, but the benefits can really, really be enormous. And I will be the first to admit, I poo-pooed gratitude for a long time. I poo-pooed a lot of the, you know, the woo-woo and all of this stuff. Um, but over the years and with time, again, this has been two years in the making, I do now come from a place of being grateful. I sincerely believe that gratitude improves our psychological health. I believe it reduces a multitude of toxic emotions. I believe it reduces envy, jealousy, resentment, frustration, regret. Um, I really think it does increase happiness and reduce a little bit of anxiety and depression. If you can look at things from an idea of or come from a place of we can put ourselves at cause, we can only control ourselves. We have no control over anything else. We have no control over the relationship we have with our family. We have the control of the part we play in that or the role we play in that, but we don't control how other people react to us or we can't control how people think or feel. We can't control whether, you know, if you take it towards business, whether people will buy from us or not buy from us. What we can control is the messaging we put out, the value we articulate to our clients. We can't control 100% them saying yes or no. And when we remove ourselves from that, it becomes a little bit easier to really separate the emotion from there, which can help with anxiety. You know, I don't believe in a world where everyone just goes around and is this free spirit running through a field of sunflowers and everything is positive. No, you know, shit happens. Life happens. Hard happens. I do believe we can all do hard things. And if anything in the last 18 months has shown any of us, especially people that are business owners, moms who had to really kind of completely transform their reality and homeschooling kids is that we can do hard things. You can do hard things. We can do hard things. And when things get hard, we do not have to come from a place of gratitude as, well, I'm grateful for this shit storm of a hot mess that I'm going through now. No, we can be pissed and we can be upset. What we can do is what can we find, what can we find um, that we can be grateful for? Even things that we end up not liking. Like, let me give you an example. I hate doing laundry. I hate doing laundry. And so as the towels and sheets and linens and the business start, I used to just be like, oh, I can't sell so much laundry. And somebody said to me once, but all of those towels represents patients or clients that have been here today or this week. And you can be grateful for that means that that's a lot of clients that has been in here because having no laundry might mean that you have no business. And it just was like a light bulb switch for me. So now when I get into the place of like, I hate laundry, I can also say, yeah, but you know what? I'm grateful that I have this much laundry to do because that means that we had that much business this week. You know, I'm grateful for the lines on my face. They represent 48 years of laughter and life and lines tell a story and it's okay. I'm grateful for the extra 10 pounds that I put on during 
the last years uh, going through menopause and stuff, because that means I'm still here. And, you know, it's a life changing event. And the truth is, I'm happier now than I've been in a long time. And I can lean into that. You know, I'm grateful for the stretch marks I have on my belly and my thighs. They represent the birth of my two beautiful, amazing boys, one who's now 18 and going to be going off to college. You know, I get I'm grateful for the wrestling and bickering and the constant noise in my house. I know that I'll miss it when they're gone. Right. It still means that I get to kiss my kids night every night in the comfort and safety of my home. And I know some people don't have that fortune in life. So these are the little things that I really try to be grateful for. You know, when when one of my kids is asking me a ton of questions or, for example, my older son with our, um, you know, the, the college application process that's, you know, been stressful. I'm sure it's stressful for them, too. I can just be like, you know what, I'm grateful that I get the opportunity to go through this with him. You know, there are some kids that college isn't an avenue for them. You know, they're, maybe they even had to drop out of school to help their family with bills and such. So I'm grateful that I get to go through that process. And I, I try to tell my kids that too, you know, you know, be grateful that you have the opportunity to go to college. And I'm grateful that I have a husband and, you know, a partner that's, that's leans in with me for everything. You know, my mom was a single mom and she, when she was going through this, she was alone, you know, doing it by her, by herself. And I definitely was not an easy teenager. I, I know that. And when I, as a mom now to an 18 year old, I, you know, have to apologize to my parents, especially my mom, because I did take a lot out on her. And, uh, there were a few times that she put me out on the front step and told my grandmother to come pick me up. Cause she's had enough of me. And I'm surprised actually it wasn't more than a handful of times. I was not an easy teenager. And I didn't get into trouble. I was like such a rule follower. I was a good kid. I got good grades. I'm an athlete. Um, I was just very mouthy and I was very, I don't know if you guys remember how you were when you were 16, 17, 18. I thought I knew everything. Nobody could tell me anything at all. And, you know, I was just very defiant and in, in verbally defiant. I thought I knew everything. I was a smart ass, you know, and I gave my mom a lot of shit. So Mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. And I love you. And thank you for your patience with me. Um, so that's, you know, that's a little something that I think we can be grateful for. I'm grateful that I have both my parents that I can still celebrate Thanksgiving with. I'm grateful that I have all siblings that I can reach out to at any moment and still speak with and visit. And, you know, our relationships are not always perfect, but I love my siblings very much. And, you know, I'm grateful that I have a, an amazing partner and my husband and, you know, I'm grateful for my company. I'm really proud of what I've built and I'm grateful for my team. I could not do this at all without my team. I'm grateful for those women, those female business owners who have chosen and allowed me the opportunity to work with them and help them grow their business, stabilize their business, the, the trust that they had in me to say that you're the person I want help from. You're the person I want to work with. It, it means a tremendous amount to me. And I don't take that lightly. I'm thankful for my clients who stuck with us during the last 18 months. 
you know, I'm thankful for everyone that works behind the scenes to help me live the life that I want. I, this is not a solo project. It's been almost a year since I started this podcast and we are hitting 7,000 downloads soon, which is um, more than I thought maybe we'd get a thousand downloads in a year. And when people are like, oh, I hear your podcast. I listen to the podcast. I, that was a great episode. It's, it means the world to me. So to all you listeners out there that are listening, thank you for your support. I hope that I continue to bring you valuable information along with a little laughter. And, um, you know, so thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to share my journey and my stories. And I know that I'm not for everyone. And thank you for the opportunity to be me. You know, I'm grateful for that too. So there's other, you know, there's another couple things that I just wanted to reflect on as we're getting to the end of the year, we're about to hit December. I mean, absolutely insane. Um, you know, there's a couple things that I know to be true as I reflect back on this year. A lot of lessons that I had to learn, lessons that I'm grateful again for learning. And I wanted to share some of those lessons with you. And initially I was going to do like a year in review number and metrics wise and all this data. I'm like a very data-driven person, but I thought, you know what? The lesson beneath the lessons are sometimes the most important lessons. And so I think the person you become as you are going through these different growth stages are where the real lessons come from, right? And I just wanted to share a couple of those that I learned this year when I reflect back on who I had to leave behind and who I had to become to lean into and achieve and accept what I want in my life and how I need to, who I need to be in order to get that. Because I do believe that as we embark on this journey to get to where we want to be in life and who we want to be and how we want our life to be lived, lived, is that even more how we want our life to be lived, maybe how we want to live our life is we need to sometimes change, not really into a different person. I'm not saying we have to give up who we are, but sometimes we have to grow into this other person. We have to unlearn some things. We have to shed some skin and we have to be brave enough to allow ourselves to become this other person. So a couple lessons that I've really learned is number one, this was a great lesson to learn. Work doesn't have to always be hard. Things don't have to always be hard. Even though I said we can do hard things, and I firmly believe that we can do hard things, but hard things don't have to be part of our everyday. There will definitely be seasons in our life where things are hard, things are challenging, because you know what? Life happens. And sometimes life is a hot mess, you know? But it doesn't always have to be hard. And I really thought for a long time, just work hard, work hard, work hard, put my head down and you know, nose to the grindstone and just keep grinding it out. But it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't always have to be hard. So I invite you to sit with that a little bit and see if there are things that you are doing that just don't have to be so hard. And if you are feeling that you're working so hard and you just don't want to work that hard anymore, 
I invite you to reach out to me. Uh, I'm happy to share things that I've done, but I've really stepped in this role of it doesn't have to be so hard. And, you know, one of my kids said to me one time, not that long ago, it was, um, it was something about, I wanted him to do a driving lesson or something like that. And he's like, mom, why do you have to make things so complicated? I can just go to the DMV and get my license. And it just kind of was like, you know, I, I was like, huh, why do I make things so complicated sometimes? They just don't have to be that complicated, right? Simplify, simplify, right? And that's where you get to a point that work doesn't always have to be so hard. One of the ways you can transform into work not always being so hard is getting clear on your purpose and finding your passion. That will steer your business in the right direction and propel you forward. Getting clear on your purpose and finding your passion will steer your business and your life in the right direction and propel you forward. It's why I'm a big, big believer in really creating a purpose-driven business, purpose and passion, because one without the other doesn't actually work, okay? The other thing that I know to be true is it's okay to be wrong. In the words of Brene Brown, I'm here to get it right, not to be right. And that was a challenge for me. I always had to be right. I had to have the last word. I had to be right because I wasn't right. What did that say about me underneath? And I've realized it's okay to be wrong and it's okay to admit that you were wrong, right? Say a little vulnerability, but it's okay to be wrong. People are wrong all the time. <laughs> People are wrong all the time. The difference is own it. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay not to have everything perfect. And if you're a recovering perfectionist like I am, I give you permission. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to not get it right all the time. Consistency. Tiny little changes consistently over time create vast and long lasting effects. If you think about it, making a one degree turn every few days over a year will drastically change the direction in which you're moving. Just think about it. A one degree change in a year, okay? A one degree change every day in a year is 365 degrees, all right? That's basically coming full circle, okay? A one degree change every couple days will be 180 degrees. So literally consistency is where it's at. I work with a lot of business owners who are like, I want things done yesterday. I was like that forever too. I drove my team insane because I was like, we have to do this. We have to do this. Let's do it. Let's get this done. We needed it done yesterday. And I realized it's not sustainable. And that's where a lot of us feel like we're working so hard because we've chosen a path that is just not sustainable. So instead, make small, little, consistent changes in direction. And over time, those will create a vast and long lasting effect. It might take six months, it might take a year, but in the scheme of, of life, a year is really not that long of time. It's what we tell our patients, right? When someone's maybe just had an ACL injury and they've had surgery or rotator cuff repair, right now it feels really daunting but honestly six months from now you're going to be in a totally different place and and it's and it's going to seem like a blip on the screen and five years from now it's not even going to seem like that big of a deal 
So small, I invite you, small, consistent changes over time. Here's the last couple things I want to leave you with. As definitely as I reflect back on this year, the opposite of more is not less. So the opposite of scarcity is not abundance. The opposite of more is enough. The opposite of scarcity is enough. And I am enough. And you are enough. We are all enough as innate human beings. And if you don't feel like you're enough without your business, without the successes of running a marathon or losing 50 pounds, it's not going to change when you get to that mark. I can guarantee you that. If you think getting to $500,000 in revenue in your business is going to make you feel like you are enough, I hate to break it to you. It's not going to happen, girlfriend. If you think getting to seven figures is going to make you feel different about yourself and now you've achieved some big gold star that, and you're going to be like, I've made it, I am enough. Once again, not going to happen, girlfriend. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen. You have to feel that way on the inside. You're enough, by the way. And success for people doesn't mean six or seven figures. Success for people might be like, I put money away in my kid's college fund and they can go away to college wherever they want. Success means I get to buy a house. Success means I can rent a house and I don't have to worry about the bills. Success can mean to people I've paid off my student loans. Success can mean I have no balance on my credit cards. I can travel. So it doesn't necessarily mean, and by the way, sometimes the more seven figures, eight figures, six figures comes with more expenses. It comes with more time. It comes with more time constraints sometimes, more energy constraints. So just if you're waiting for that moment to feel like you're enough, I'm here to tell you, you are enough already. And you got to work on that from the inside before you can feel that way on the outside. All right. And lastly, I would be amiss if I didn't talk about the wonderful, wonderful addition of my family this last year. I love my boys. I love my husband, but my little pup Duncan, we got him a year ago, right around this time. And I mean, if you follow me for any period of time, you know that Duncan makes my Instagram all the time. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, I invite you to go over there so you can see Duncan in all his glory. He has really, you know, and, and, and I was one person and anyone who knows me well was shocked that I got a dog. because I was always like, I will never get a dog. You're all cray cray. I'm not getting a dog. I cannot take on one more thing that I have to take care of that I have to be responsible for keeping alive. And this guy has seriously changed my life. And again, I don't, I, it's probably because that unconditional love walk in the house. And it's like, he's happy to see me. I walk out of the bathroom. He's giving me kisses. He snuggles next to me. He doesn't ask me for anything. He doesn't talk back to me. He sits with me and doesn't talk. I can be in his presence and feel wanted without having a conversation. He gets me out walking every day, which I think is amazing. And so, you know, I'm grateful for that. And I think having that has been, you know, a help to me to kind of sit in my, I have significance as one of like my um, strengths, which means that I look a lot for external validation. So um, the dog giving me that external validation probably helps me 
thrive in other areas of my life now. So that being said, because I look for external validation, and if you guys want to give me a little bit of that external validation, I would love for you to leave a review of what you thought of this year of the podcast. I would love for you to go down to the show notes right now, wherever you're listening to this and leave a review. It literally takes like 30 seconds. You know, a review with words is awesome. A few stars is great. And leave, leave it honest. If you didn't like it, you can say that. I don't, I'm not, it's okay. I'm a big girl now, but you know, or DM me over on Instagram. I love when people share their stories with me. Um, so you can DM me on Instagram over at Krista Gurka and you know, thank you for this last year. Thank you for listening. I hope uh, you continue to listen. If you have any ideas that you want to hear on the show next year in 2022, or if you're a female um, in the health and wellness industry, and you're interested in being a guest on one of my female Friday episodes, go ahead and DM me over on Instagram at Krista Gurka. And I look forward to seeing all of you. I hope each and every one of you had a fabulous Thanksgiving whether you are with family or not with family. Um, and I hope you can find something to be grateful for this year as we move into the holiday season. And until next time, my friends, bye for now, everyone. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com or follow me on Instagram at kristagurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. See y'all next time.